Chapter Seventeen of the Tale of Chirpy Cricket. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elaine Conway, England. The Tale of Chirpy Cricket by Arthur Scott Bailey. Chapter Seventeen. Sitting on a Lily Pad though chirpy cricket looked all around with great care he couldn't discover who had spoken to him a voice from somewhere had called out that his music was fine and asked him if he couldn't play some more whoever the owner of the voice might be it was plain that he liked music so without knowing for whom he was playing chirpy began to fiddle again and when he stopped the same voice cried thank you very much now the duck pond was near by and at first chirpy hadn't thought of looking there for his listener but the second time he heard the voice he guessed that it came from the pond so chirpy leaped to the water's edge and there sitting on a lily pad was the tiniest frog he had ever seen he seemed no bigger than chirpy himself how do you do chirpy said to him was it you that spoke to me yes the stranger said i've been enjoying your music and i'm glad to meet you it's time we knew each other living as we do in the same neighbourhood my name is mr cricket frog and may i inquire what yours is i'm called chirpy cricket said the fiddler on the bank is it possible do you think that we are cousins no said mr cricket frog no i belong to a branch of the well-known tree frog family but somehow i've never cared to live in trees indeed i've never climbed a tree in all my life you're a sensible person chirpy cricket cried he did not know that the reason why mr cricket frog stayed on the ground was because his feet were not suited to climbing trees he couldn't have got up a tree if he had tried aren't you afraid of falling off that lily pad into the water chirpy asked his new friend it seems to me you haven't picked out a safe place at all he had scarcely finished speaking when he had a great fright for mr cricket frog did not answer him instead he leaped suddenly into the air and chirpy cricket feared that he would fall into the water and be drowned but when mr cricket frog came down again he landed squarely upon another lily pad i caught him he said pleasantly chirpy cricket had no idea what he was talking about whom did you catch he asked the fly mr cricket frog replied don't you think you took a great risk leaping above the water like that chirpy inquired aren't you worried for fear you'll fall into the pond some day if you jump for flies in that careless fashion mr cricket frog tried not to smile bless you he exclaimed i spend half my time in the water please don't think i'm boasting when i say i'm a fine swimmer you'll understand why when you look at my feet and he held up a foot so that chirpy cricket might see it chirpy noticed that there were webs between mr cricket frog's toes and everybody knows that webbed feet are the best for swimming mr cricket frog wanted to be agreeable would you like to see me swim he asked yes thank you chirpy replied so mr cricket frog leaped nimbly into the water and began to swim among the lily pads while chirpy watched him and admired his skill 
All at once Chirpy heard a splash, and he was just about to ask Mr. Cricket Frog what it could be when he noticed something queer about his new friend. He was no longer swimming. He was floating, motionless upon the water. Not by a single movement of any kind did he show that he was alive. End of chapter 17